Here at the Lunds B Show, we care about our listeners and our veterans. So this week, we dedicate our episode to Grandpa Joe Lapping. Grandpa Joe was an Army Korean War veteran and beloved patriarch of the Lapping family. He departed this plane of existence on the 2nd of November, 2022. He was 91. Our condolences to the friends and family of Grandpa Joe. I told you. <laughs> I told you. Let's not diddle, doddle, daddle any longer. It's time to fire this puppy up. Yeah. All right, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fruit. Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? Forty years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. Okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Brew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For Glorious. Hi, hello, my friend. How are you? I must say I'm quite miffed at you. Well, what's new? I mean, <laughs> generally. Uh, I ask a question. It takes you four days to answer. You don't answer, you respond with a separate question. And when I say, I asked you a question four days ago, your response is, I was busy. Yep. Mm. Why do you act like this is the first time so, or will be the last? So, so busy. I have three jobs. I know, I, I know, you're, you're 10 deep. 10 hours a week, 10 hours of sleep a week, you're okay? You're a closeted Jamaican. <laughs> But I can see when you're online. I can see no, you're posting you can see of pictures. When my phone is online. <laughs> I can see when you actively post pictures. It doesn't take two seconds to answer a question. Sometimes it does if you don't have the answer. I don't know. I'll get back to you. You know when... what that? You know that's what I mean. <laughs> We've been doing this for eight years. Eight years. Oh goodness! Yes, yes, yes. We have, and this is why the virtual studio format sucks. Because if we had to be in a physical studio, you couldn't do this to me. We had to be somewhere at a set time. The the worst you could do was lock me out the gate. That that happened occasionally. Yeah. As you I can was there already, as you so. can see now, our virtual studio is uh, is now a little bit more crowded than normal. Now we have a virtual engineer that is working with us in the show who will do little things in the background so that we don't have to pause while taping to uh, figure out things like I don't I don't know how to spell vernacular. And she would just go in there and bring up the word vernacular. Like, I can spell vernacular now. This is a magician. She is a magic act. She is in the shadows wearing a dark colored hoodie, casting spells of knowledge. That's what our new en virtual engineer does for the show. Oh. And she works cheap. But are we not going to say that person's name? Because that person's awesome. Yes, that person is awesome. And that person gets mentioned many, many times. But in this okay. role, you know, you're Chick Brew. I'm T-Bone. That is the virtual engineer. She's like our Stig. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Today is a special occasion. It's always a special occasion. And ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, I am also as surprised as you. We have a special guest in the studio today, and I have done everything I can do in the limited, extremely limited conversations that me and Chick Brew have in between tapings to, to find out. I'm trying to keep it real. She has, I'm trying to keep it real. <laughs> staying true to the format. Uh, she has brought a special guest, an uninvited special guest to the studio today. So when you bring someone in uninvited with nothing, I am I am over the moon excited to find out. I, I, I did have to ask if I needed to be wearing clothes. Unfortunately, that was a requirement. I had to, I had to put on some clothes for this. So this this better be and worth a T-shirt. All of us are grateful for that. <laughs> uh, secret engineer, just so you know, you're welcome. <laughs> Virtual it's, engineer. It's super weird. Um, so I did reply to you. I said, I'm bringing a special guest. Yes. Just so the listeners know how true to the format I like to be. Um, I said, I'm bringing a special guest. And then you asked some questions. And I said, no talkie. See ya. <laughs> and then you again ghosted me. Yes. That's what I'm good at. Everyone needs a hobby. I have perfected yes. You're this You're taking one. Halloween to a year-round sport. So would you be That's so good. kind as to introduce our special guest this week? Well, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Oh, well, that's... Actually, I'm going to see if you can guess who it is. Okay. All so right. I'm going to ask the special guest questions and we're going to see if you can guess who it is. That's generally not how the question format is done, but uh, it doesn't matter. Normally you would referee while I guess. Right, well, we're, we're trying something new. Uh, you're wearing pants <laughs> we're trying something new. It's a crazy day. <laughs> All right. Stupid so pants. question number one, what is your favorite color? My favorite color is purple. I also like purple. You guys have that in common. <laughs> Uh, I, I actually want to go throw something purple on right now, just so I could be more entwined with our special guest, whose identity I still don't know. I'm a dog person. Dog person. She's a dog person yep. that likes purple. This is getting good. What is your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show is Friends. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Favorite TV show is Friends. She's a dog person that likes people. Where is your favorite vacation location? I'd have to say Amsterdam. So she's a dog person that likes purple, who enjoys the TV show Friends, and knows how to party. Give give Tony one fun fact that may lead to who you are, but not quite give it away. I, uh, I lived in Spain for 16 years. Okay. There's a lot of people who've lived in Spain for 16 years. Purple is a great color. Friends was a good show. Uh, uh, Amsterdam is a fun town. I need more. Give him one more. <laughs> how do you how do you know Tony? Doesn't remember you. <laughs> so there's a moment there where my heart goes like, oh dear God, how, where is this going to go? <laughs> You've mentioned me on the podcast before. Okay. You haven't had me as a guest, but you've mentioned me on the podcast before. I I am excited. I am excited so much so. Reveal reveal yourself. I'm Crescent Peters. Oh my goodness, what are you doing home? <laughs> You're supposed to be at work. What are you doing there? 
I'm on leave. I've lived in Spain for 16 years. You don't live there anymore, and your parents aren't even there. You're unaccompanied. You're an unaccompanied junior adult in Spain on your own. This is insane. What are you talking about? My parents are still here. I just saw pictures of them on a beach in Virginia. No, they're on a beach in Rota. They're not in the States yet. Oh. A uh, beach in Virginia, a beach in Rota. They look the same. <laughs> Well, hi, Crescent. It's it's a. I am stoked that you're on board today. I'm so happy to hear you. Why and see you? Look at you. So uh, the last time I saw you, you were a senior graduating from the David Glass Galfarian High School in Rota, Spain. Since then, yeah. you've gone on to do great things. And for those who don't know, why don't you tell us what you've been doing? Well, I'm stationed. Well, I joined the Navy after I graduated Yay. from high school. And I'm a mass communications specialist. Oh, so. God, another one. <laughs> we will take over the Navy. <laughs> one Instagram post at a time. <laughs> and uh, I'm currently stationed in Washington State on the USS Theodore Roosevelt. On the TR? Yep. Do you know who your command master chief is? Yes, do, I do. Do I know your command master chief? I don't know. Do you? Maybe. What is his name? Command Master Chief O'Neill. I don't know his first name, but what? Uh, so you know, Master Chief Wilkerson is a is a Command Master Chief on one of the carriers, and there's only a couple of them. He looks like Kevin Hart. He used to be stationed with us there. He used to be stationed <laughs> with us there. It was funny because we had a, we had a senior chief that looked like Kevin Hart, and we had a brand new chief that looked like Wayne Brady. And it was fun to get pictures of them two together. And Master Chief Wilkerson now is probably the the coolest command master chief, if such a thing even exists. And he's on a carrier. I don't remember where the carrier is. They just got back from a night. Which one? The Truman. The Truman. Okay. Well, you know, virtual engineer was doing her job. I would already know this. So uh, he recently took a picture with somebody who I don't know that looked like Martin Lawrence. So I couldn't help but get on his Instagram and say, look, Kevin Hart and Martin Lawrence having dinner. <laughs> so uh a carrier as your first duty station that's interesting yes and we're in the yards that is not interesting who's the security what is interesting is she has a master chief who's one of my favorite master chiefs in the navy and who would that be master chief reinhardt he's my dlcpo is he also an mc yes an mc mc mccm Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget we do things backwards. <laughs> so he's like, uh, yes, MCCM is a palindrome. Look how smart I am. <laughs> so I, I got to tell you, I'm kind of jealous in the fact that your first duty station is a United States nuclear-powered aircraft carrier. On one hand. On the other hand, the fact that it's in the yards and it'll probably be in the yards your entire tour there makes me sad. No? Nope. Because they were, they were dry docked before I got there. And we just pulled out of dry dock, so... So there is the opportunity for you to do... We're to change home ports next year. So. Oh, God, that's the dumbest idea. I hate when they do that. They And there's no need. There's no need to do it. I, I don't know who they're... Oh, it's so stupid. So uh, then obviously you're probably going, probably going to San Diego next? Yep. Okay. That means you're going to get uh, at least one cruise in during your tour there? I think so. Yeah, a Westpac. Not a bad way to start. Not a bad first cruise in the Navy. And then the rest of your life you'll spend on shore duty, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know yet. Ten years. Ten years, buddy. I, I, I hold my, the title. I didn't go to a ship until he was a chief. 
I hold the title Dirt Sailor very proud. I went to the, I went to sea when I first came into the Navy, and then for the next 25 years, or 24 years, 23 years, I, uh, I was on land the entire time. The benefit of being in a CB battalion, the benefit of being overseas, and benefit of uh, going to war you know <laughs> i mean it wasn't a ship but uh, <laughs> it was good duty <laughs> so you leave school as a e4 yes no it depends on uh just depends on how you join okay so i when i went in i was uh i was an e3 already so after six months of schooling i was automatically up for e4 uh-huh. and i got it nice um, but that's not, it's not the same case for everybody else who goes to my school. And E5 is right around the corner. I, I tell you, when you young people join the Navy, I, I enjoy watching you progress. And I hope you do nothing but great things. I look forward to seeing you uh, grow up and, and just become an awesome sailor. And then, and then get an Emmy. I want to see you get an Emmy. I know oh, yeah, like moves. Yep. I know someone who has won an Emmy, but she was a Marine. She's <laughs> a Moody. A Marine from Watertown, New York. Yeah, yeah. He's always in L.A. now, right? Yeah, he's in L.A. So have you have you been listening to the show ever since you left us in Spain? Or, or did uh, how, how did this surprise guest spot uh, uh, come to fruition? Well, we were at my dad's going away party at Molly's on Friday. Christina was dropping off cupcakes and hanging out for a little bit. And we were talking about how... Uh, you guys were supposed to film the podcast yesterday night. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I'd love to just like sit in and watch everything and kind of see the behind the scenes. And she's like, oh, no, you, if you're going to come and watch, you're going to talk. So <laughs> it kind of the plan just kind of fell how it how it may. Well, this was a pleasant surprise. And I really <laughs> enjoyed uh, uh, conversing with you and seeing you and congratulating you. This is this has been fun. Now. Now, would you like to, to switch seats? And, uh, and watch from behind the scenes as we progress through the rest of the show. Now, feel free feel free to laugh out loud at anything that tickles you. <laughs> one of the things, and, and I've always wanted, as, we, as I work on this stupid lighting, as I work on this lighting and you work on your setup, and as we get better and better at doing these, I, I, I would love to do one live. I would like to do this setup right here with an audience. I love how you say continue to work on my setup. I just try to remember not to unplug anything and leave it as is. That's I'm participating. You you are doing a great job. I uh, I brought a special guest. You you brought a special guest. I've interviewed two special guests, so I'm still winning in the special guest. I like like three people. Technically, so. <laughs> I just brought the producer into the show, so that counted too. She was a special guest, very special. Rupert sometimes sits on my lap while we talk. So yes, that. he's farted into the microphone on more than one occasion. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of I Rupert, needed a microphone. It has now melted. No, this this is the abbreviated version of the outtakes from last week. Are you ready? Was that a, was that my dog? That is nothing but your dog. Small. That sounds like small dog. Yes. <laughs> He uh, he was in so many background shots. It's time to spin the wheel of destiny. A new car, new car, confusion. So uh, we had talked about confusion. <laughs> we. <laughs>
We had talked in our last episode that both of us have new cars that have owner's manuals that we we actually need to dig into because they're they're the F-18 pilot cars. They got a lot of buttons. They got a lot of switches and options and things we don't know what to do. You just got your car Friday. You You have the new car owner's manual in your possession right now. You have read through it and you have found something of interest to share with us. I have a funny, happy accident. (laughs) Well, you tell me yours and I'll tell you mine. So my car has a megaphone feature where I can talk to people from my app through the front of the car. So the Mormons were out yesterday. Oh, no. Making their rounds. And as soon as I saw them turn down, I dove and hid. And Genevieve is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, they're about to ring the bell. And they are ringing the bells coming down. And they turn like they're about to come to our bell and they stop and they're talking to each other. And I open the megaphone on the app and say, can I help you? And they both jumped, screamed, laughed, and then proceeded to stare and try to figure out where the voice was coming from. And you can like flash your lights through the app. So I'm like hiding around the corner and I'm like, Can you change your voice on the app? Depending on what you say, it will either come out as your personal voice or it will come out as a robot voice. So when I said, can I help you? Can I help you? Those are all words the phone, the the car understands, and it modded it to a robot voice. Then as they were leaving, I said, hasta luego, which came out in my voice. So we then later uh, got in the car and tormented the dogs because we were talking to the dogs through the megaphone, but they couldn't figure out where we were. Uh, Granger was not impressed or pleased. <laughs> that, Rupert. We haven't seen any video of this, you know, as, as they always say, video or it didn't happen. Well, I didn't record the Mormon ladies, but I did record Granger being very confused. <laughs> I don't have a lot of Mormon jokes. I have one joke that involves the Mormons. It goes like this. Jehovah Witnesses are like Mormons on a bad paper route. Because <laughs> they, they get the worst neighborhoods, you know. You can't you can't take a bicycle into the neighborhoods where the Jehovah Witnesses go and get stolen. <laughs> I'm sorry I have to explain that joke. That's a great joke. I love that joke. I don't care what you say. The McRib is back. Also one oh, of my Chris. favorite jokes. <laughs> Did you spill some on your new car? Uh, no, the McRib is back. <laughs> it's strange for me. I only thought that came out during African American History Month. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite thing that's come out with the McRib is that meme that's like every time the McRib comes out, I think, oh man, I should definitely try that. I think I liked it, and then I eat it, and all I get is earlobe meat. Earlobe meat, I love that. <laughs> and I was like, Our f- that's such an oddly specific texture, and even though I've never eaten an earlobe, I'm like, hmm, probably yes. Our f- I also can't even remember the last time I ate a McRib, so. Our friend, uh, comedian, actor, Will C, loves the McRib so much, he has gone as far as tattooing it on his body. That's commitment. I'm the same way with the Shamrock Shake. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm just, I'm not. I just thought, <laughs> wow, tough crowd today. Uh, too many people in the room, nobody laughing but me. I, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess Mr. Oh. Bytel was right. That guy. Why do you have to bring him up? Laughs too much at his own jokes. So in the in the you don't world, have a laugh track. I have a laugh track. Wait. Close enough. In the world of Stormy the Cadillac, I 
had to use the owner's manual to find out the location for the SD card that has to go into the car so that the video recorder works, but apparently the video recorder works only when it's stationary. And I don't know what kind of things you film when your car is stationary. Like, you know what would be really good to look at right now? I don't know. So I find the SD card location, and it's nowhere in the places you would think, like in the control center area or anything like that. It is in the far back corner of the vehicle. As far away from the driver as you could possibly get, there's an SD slot card. And I put the card in. Of course, I put it in the wrong way. So I smacked it up, flipped it, rubbed it down, put it in again, and it went all the way in. It made the little sound, you know, so you know it's in there. Then I go back to the command module of the Cadillac and I hit the video record button and it says, I don't see an SD disc. So, uh, yeah. A new car! New car! Confusion! Confused! Confused about cars! I just love whoever designed that was like, put it in its butt. <laughs> that's what they, that's what they thought. <laughs> I need to set up my voice commands on my car because apparently the Easter egg is if you say open butthole, the charging port, port flap opens. And I want that. This sounds I like fun. It really does. And uh, we want not if just you get us. in my passenger seat. It will make a fart sound. Just so you know, when you come visit and you get in my passenger seat, it's going to make a fart sound. Uh, video or it didn't happen. First of all, not just for our audience, but I think Tesla owners around the world would like to know the things about their cars that they probably don't know. Well, I found this out from, from Tesla owners and on Facebook. Oh, you're in the Tesla Facebook group. Oh, I bet that's a bunch of pretentious, pretentious people. Oh, yeah, like literally the worst group of fanboys you've ever met. So um, <laughs> I will say it's super funny because there's like, a divas group and i was like oh this is probably gonna be super catty it's so helpful <laughs> it's so helpful they're like this is everything you need to know if this happens this is your solution if this happens this is your solution someone could be like i have this warning and i don't understand does anyone know what it is i'm driving and they'll be like and that regular page are like should have bought a ford <laughs> it's like so not helpful i'm like it's really but then this one page i'm like ask a question get an answer it's so great uh, while you were talking, I started looking for a Cadillac group. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty. Ooh, that is a bad looking. Mm, 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 mm. Nope, 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 nope. All right, I, I'm distracted. Back to me, back to me. Hey, uh, you know what time it is? It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. You know f- all. Understand you were delivering some cupcakes recently to a going away party. I did. I made boozy boozy cupcake. Boozy boozy. Boozy boozy. Tell uh, us more. I was asked to make fireball cupcakes, <laughs> so I had to buy a whole bottle of fireball, and uh, I was like, "This is a lot of fireball." So I put the little pipettes of like a little shot, so you squeeze it into the cupcake, and it's extra boozy. Couldn't couldn't you have just made cinnamon cupcakes and called it fireball? That's not what I was asked to make. So you somehow were able to put a uh, a secret uh, liquid holding device inside each cupcake so that when you bit into the cupcake, which was already flavored with booze, you got liquefied booze in your mouth. Yes? Yes. Wow. I will not waste your time asking for that recipe. It was actually really easy. I'll send it to you anyways, even yeah. though you don't want it. But speaking of... McRibs. Made ribs tonight. <laughs> Real live ribs. 
And I'm going to use your method. Give them a go in the Instant Pot. Right now they are seasoning. All right, I, I got to stop you right there. Those of us that are in the Instant Pot world, we don't pronounce that T, okay? All right? Instant. That's a hard T that you use there. That's very racist. Very funny. It's Insta Pot, not Instant. Instant Pot. Instant pot. <laughs> I love that our virtual engineer is actually enjoying the show. I, she, she, her mic is off on purpose, but she is rolling around at some points laughing, so that makes me happy. Uh, to remind everyone else, to remind everyone else, all I do is I take uh, the rib, the rack of ribs, I put it on a, a, a thing inside the Instapot. These are technical terms, I'm sure. Yep. The truffle or some T word. It's a little thing that comes in the Instapot. You put the food on top of it so it's not in the juices. You put the, the, the water in, a cup of water and a half cup of uh, vinegar, and you, you let that bad boy cook for 55 minutes. And then the hardest part about the next step is getting them out of the Instapot because if, if you touch them the wrong way, the bones just just separate themselves from the meat. It's that amazingly tender. And with skill, you can learn on how to get them out and lay them down on a plate. And they're good to go right then and there. But if you want to toughen them up a little bit, there are a couple of ways. You can pull the bones out and just toughen the meat. Basically, a McRib, a bunch of earlobe meat, whatever. <laughs> and, and you can put that barbecue sauce right on top right there and put it in the oven and put a little coat on it or put it on the grill. But uh, you got to be very, very careful because they are so fragile at that point because it's so absolutely tender and delicious. God, I want to go make some ribs right now. I use apple juice or orange juice instead of water and vinegar. And I cut them into three or fours depending on how large the bone is. And then I just rack them like that. So when I go to take them out, they don't fall apart as easy so I can put them on the grill. That's how I do it. Oh, I line them like a, like a, a rack of lamb. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, God, I love those ribs. Those are worth it. I just, I cut mine and then I just still stand them up. I just stack them next to each other so that when I go to take them out, I have less... <laughs> In our in our previous episode, you had given me a recipe that seemed so, so incredibly simple that I forgot about my inability to bake and thought I could pull it off. Just going off of the instructions that you gave during the show, only the instructions you gave during the show, I did exactly what you said to do with apparently some minor modifications. You said wooden spoon. I don't have a wooden spoon, I used a plastic spoon. And <laughs> with that plastic spoon, I also used my blender. And you cautioned me about the blender and said, make sure to use the blade and not the dough thingy. And I couldn't find my blade, so I used the dough thingy. Uh, I was trying to make, what's the French word for uh, the things that I was trying to make? Starts with a We're P. Puff pastry, or uh, cream puffs. Yeah, I was making cream puffs, but you used the P word, French P Pate word. Pâtes Yes, I was. You don't use that extra ass guy. I was trying to try to use make a make a pair of shoes, uh, <laughs> and I failed miserably. But I followed your directions, with the exception of the blender, the blender blade. With the exception of those two things, I followed your directions to the T. Well, so the the uh, Amish butter that I used has these markings on the outside that has TP or TSP. I think it was TSP. And the directions you said were tablespoons, right? Yeah, those are different measurements. And I think I was using teaspoons. So not enough butter. Might not have had enough butter. 
they they did not rise to the occasion at all. Uh, even uh, so, I did. I followed your directions to the letter. I put them in the oven for the amount of time at the temperature that you told the letters me. Letters were spelled backwards. Apparently, <laughs> those were the letters that you followed. I took them out. I poked a hole in the side of them, even though they were still flat. <laughs> I put them back in. I cooked them for the remaining amount of time that you told me to cook them for. And I took them out and they were still flat. Uh, out of all of them, I did get one to rise. Only because I jammed the, the, the whipped cream dispenser right in that little hole. And, sh- and one of them was thin enough to fill up. <laughs> I specifically told you not to use the dough hook. That would make the gluten way too strong. You just made it super dense. That's why you used. You don't even need the blender. You should have done it by hand. If I could do it by hand, you could do it by hand. Yeah, yeah but it was the way you said. It, 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 vigorously. You get in there with that wooden spoon and, and you whip, 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 vigorously. I, there were words you used that scared me that there might be a lot of physical labor involved. So I tried to cheat and I failed. When well, I, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> I will say there's that um, in your case. When I told this story to my mother-in-law, she mentioned to me she actually really enjoys um, a pair of shoes. <laughs> so good. So she's coming to visit us for one of my favorite holidays, Thanksgiving. <laughs> She's coming to visit for Thanksgiving, and now that I know she likes these things, today I'm going to try again following your recipe, which I verified, by the way, because when I said none of them rise, my, my mother-in-law is like, well, there's because there was no leavener in it. You had to put some baking soda or something like that. I was like, no, she she didn't say any of that. So I bounced your recipe off Martha Stewart's recipe, and and you are correct. That is exactly how you do it. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to pull this off. I'm going to send I mean, you, I bought parchment I'll send paper. You the recipe I use. I'm going to send you the recipe I use and I think it has a video. So maybe that I will don't help you. I don't need your recipe. I don't need a video. I have you telling me firsthand how to do it. <laughs> if I would have listened to you, I'm sure I would have been a success. So I'm going to try it again listening to you. I know that's hard for men to do, but I'm going to try and listen to you. Follow your directions precisely. I still haven't bought a wooden spoon, but I got plenty of parchment paper and I need to use it. <laughs> Did you send it over? Because I forgot to get some at the comments. I am now a parchment paper person. It will make your life so much easier. It has already. That cleanup was amazing. <laughs> You're like, this was a disaster, but I have just... It's like the the guys on the corners in New York, they got the string and the blanket and they're like, I'm not selling things. <laughs> That's you, but with parchment paper. That's, These are trash. That's me with parchment paper. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got any headlines for me? And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. Massive silver orb breaks free to terrorize streets of London. <laughs> That's what she said. A massive sil- silver orb terrifies the streets of london yeah it breaks free obviously because uh silver orbs on their own are not really terrifying oh look a giant ball we're gonna call it what it is it's a ball a giant shiny ball Ooh, how scary giant shiny ball rolling towards you like indiana jones in the temple of doom yeah oh, oh okay this is a different thing this is actually scary the giant silver orb i aka 
football was already there in the streets of London. It wasn't bothering anybody. What it took was an uncouth, drunk American to push said ball, which broke it from its release, and then rolled down the streets, terrifying the McNuggets everywhere it goes. I don't know why I thought I was going to call Great Britain people or England people McNuggets, because... <laughs> This would have this if this was in Scotland, McNuggets would seem more appropriate. That's a funny term. I don't think Scottish people have ever been called McNuggets before. From this day forward, and hence, I shall always refer to Scottish people as McNuggets. <laughs> oh, whatever you say, you're McNugget. <laughs> That's the best I could do with the headline. It seemed pretty straightforward. I didn't really have a lot to work with there. Do you have another headline for me? Maine begins removing naughty license plates. Maine to begin removing naughty license plates. What? <laughs> the thing is, the people in Maine speak a different language. Uh, they say things like chupta and, and, and uh, stove up and mag up. I mean, what is their version of, of naughty? To me, the phrase uh, willy wax, going out to the willy wax. <laughs> to me, willy wax sounds quite dirty. I, I wouldn't want to go out to the Willy Wax. In Maine, they do have a very unique custom about the license plate number. Did you know this? Like, uh, the most valuable license plate in Maine is like zero one. Oh, so like Bahrain. Yeah, you can and you can buy other people's license plates as a commodity if somebody's got a number you want, like sixty-eight, because that's a great number, right? If you if you want sixty-eight, you can do that. Well, I had a strange noise. What was the strange noise? I was the engineer sending me a message. Oh, rat me out? <laughs> it's all lies. All lies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, she did this to me on uh, COVID conversations. She started having side conversations with all of my guests, and everybody was laughing except me. So stop it. I will, I will uninvite I'm gonna you. I'm going to save those. I'm going to save those for next week. Oh, okay. We'll keep them. All right. Can't uh, give them to you too soon. Otherwise, what's, we'll have a million headlines and no. What, what kind of license plate would you ban, Chick Brew? Would I ban? Have you ever seen a license plate that you saw and you're like, that? that's 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 wholly inappropriate. That should not be on a license plate. No, mostly I just get mad when I know it's a joke and I can't figure out what it is. <laughs> I feel like that is just rude. Did I, tell, like, did I tell you did I, what my new frame for my license plate says? No. My new frame for my license plate when I get my vanity tag Lunsby says, don't hurt your brain, just Google it, hashtag Lunsby. That's what it says around the frame. <laughs> and that, that is a product that you could purchase through Tegan's Tees. If you're in the listening audience and you, and you want to get yourself a, a nice little driver's plate frame, she'll, she'll get that done for you. I got my license plate frame through Tegan's Tees. And I used the promo code LUNSB and got 25% off. It was uh, quick to arrive. She does amazing work. It's Tegan Tees, the official haberdasher for the LUNSB with T-Bone and Chick Brew show. They're making hats? <laughs> Haberdashery is just uh, not necessarily hats, I don't believe. I believe haberdashery includes selling all sorts of wares. Ah, men's clothing. Haberdashery. 
in the hash we have a lot of haberdashery. So are you trying to uh, make her feel bad that you're you can get to a Google search quicker than her Google can search? Yeah, you, I'm just <laughs> used to doing it. I got to get out of the habit. <laughs> if uh, if ladies and gentlemen, if you got a headline you want us to decipher, to get behind, to give you the rest of the story, as the old man Paul Harvey would say, remember you can always send it in to the T Bone and Chick Brew Hotline. <laughs> You used to call me on my 904-385-3977. You used to, you used to. It's the T-Bone Still waiting on an audio clip from the the Weird Beard Club so we can uh, put together another one of those, but that hasn't happened yet. Some of our listeners, they pretend, they pretend to be super fans. They're just pretenders. I love The Pretenders. Uh, I only love one song by The Pretenders. Really? Uh, and this ain't it. This is The Book of Everything. That's a fun song to rock out to. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen, to learn facts that you most likely never, ever knew before? And if they are good, and don't say it again. Because every time I say this part, you have to say that one thing. Don't you say it. Don't you do it. Don't do it. And if the facts are really good, you will retain them for very long periods of time. And the ones that we have retained, we're not going to go through every time I say that. (laughs) 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 Wow. Here we go. Here we go. We got two facts this week. We Two facts every week. They're just strange, unusual facts of things you probably never knew. And I can guarantee that everybody in the virtual studio today, none of us knew what I'm about to read. There are two rhymes in English for purple. There are two words in the English language that rhyme with purple. Do you want to guess? Nurple, obviously. <laughs> Kerple. Being one, purple is a strap passing under a horse's tail. Yes. So any of our people who are into horses, maybe you knew what a purple was, but the rest of us did not. Or put a strap there. That seems so unfair and uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, but jumping on their backs and riding them for hours and hours doesn't. No, I don't. I don't horse. The so. other the other the other English word that rhymes with purple is herple, and to herple is to walk along dragging one leg behind the other. I I thought that was a pimp walk. I didn't know it had a technical name as herple. <laughs> I, I am going to spend tomorrow, I got a lot of stuff going on. I will spend a lot of time herpling tomorrow on purpose. What the, what is wrong with you? I'm, I'm just, herple. I'm just herpling. People are going to think that you have a boil somewhere. They. <laughs> Yes, lots of herples. I want you to do this so much. <laughs> I remember one time I was kind of interested in a woman, but I don't know if she was interested in me because we seemed to have a good conversation going back and forth. And then she brought out this um, lipstick that had the word herpes in it. Whatever the whatever the lipstick was, it was like uh, herpes X or something like that. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. What a great way to tell a man you're not interested, you know? Or maybe it was to protect... Her from any potential 
which I think is brilliant if that's the case. But if you or had, to protect you, I mean, that's so good. That's so smart. You have a tube of chapstick in your purse. You have two tubes of chapstick in your purse. One, if the guy's cool, you're fine. You just want nice, shiny, glossy lips. And the other is like a bold red flag warning. Herpes, herpes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, that is not one of our facts for the day. The second, the second fact for the day, a strange one. time you talk to talk to a girl, that's not a fact. I think that will live rent free in Look, my head. A lot I, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell my wife, okay? Because she doesn't understand how lucky she is. I am a former male model. I was a model. You understand? I know oh, this is what it. you yeah. see now. Yeah. But I was a man that people took pictures of and gave clothes to wear. I was that guy. No, I'm not that guy anymore. And they were trying to rectify the situation. <laughs> and foot model on OnlyFans is not. Oh, that, that is hilarious. Herpacent. Yes, Herpacent is exactly what it was. I have so many questions. Great job. And the uh, second fact from the book of everything this week, 80% of people who die from anorexia are at least 45 years old. That is crazy, man. I didn't I didn't think that. I always thought anorexia affected young, moldable mind people. People, you know, I, I didn't think middle-aged people had anorexia. I've tried being anorexic. I can't do it. I can't. I tried. I tried, you know, because I, I wanted to be young and beautiful all my life, or at least until I reached 45. Uh... <laughs> That was like a decade ago. But it doesn't work. It, it, it didn't work for me. I, I I can accept being fat more easily than I enjoy throwing up. That's bulimic. That's a different one. Oh. Anorexic I, is what happens the five <laughs> weeks before PRT. Where oh. Just consuming. Then I am severely anorexic. <laughs> I am. I, as you can see, I'm winning my battle against the disorder. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to get a bidet sponsorship like this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, you guys are the worst. What if I just started modeling my clean anus on, on uh, OnlyFans? Ew. Oh, God. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I hate to, <laughs> there would be a market for it. There would definitely be a market for it, but I, uh, that's not me. Those are our facts this week from the book of everything. Every week uh, we try to give you something to, to laugh about, to think of in a different picture. That's that. And now I think we move on to uh, what is arguably the fan favorite part of the show. for a birthday boost. And what we do every week is we just pick two of our favorite people on the planet and then we tell wonderful lies about them, about how amazing they are. Or maybe it's the truth. You never know. And then for anybody else who seems to be having a birthday in and or around the time that we record this, we will also give you an honorable mention. That's what you get going on from us. So as always, starting this week's birthday boost, uh, what say you? They're a chick brew who goes first. Uh, Lynette Esperanza. Lynette Esperanza. That's a great name. Right? So Lynette's super cool. She's cool. Very cool. Thank you. Not worthy of her friendship. Um, she is a musical genius, like has an album out. What? Has a recording but now she also is like 
um, a life and career coach. So for entrepreneurs who are trying to grow their brand and their businesses, she helps guide them through that process. I don't know how she does it. <laughs> she also has multiple jobs and wears many hats, but she makes it look effortless and graceful. And then there's me and I'm like, you know, I normally have like frosting in my hair and dog fur in my hair. And she's like all put together with grown up clothes and I'm wearing a Harry Potter shirt. There are two kinds of people in this world. Those that can hide the stress and those that just spiral out and wear it, wear it like a veil. (laughs) When I grow up, I'll be one eighth of put together like her. (laughs) I want to know so much more about her. Because that just sounds great. It sounds amazing. Here we go. We definitely invite her on the show. All right. Well, let me, you did a good job with that one. I am going to do my birthday boost for probably the most incredible woman in the world that I know outside of my house. Uh, It's not my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. This woman... Uh, has begun the canonization process for sainthood, mainly because she has had to deal with her husband for their entire marriage. Funny how that worked out. Amy Uplinger um, oh. uh, is is such a wonderful, sweet, genuine person who is married to the demon himself into... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's come on. That's, I can't even keep that straight. They're just an amazing couple. I, I love them both. They they uh, they have brought nothing but joy into my life. I can't think of anything bad I've ever thought about Amy, and that's that's an amazing thing because I'm a pretty critical person. I can you usually so find jerky. I can usually <laughs> find something I don't like about everybody, but Amy Uplinger is one. Drag of, queens look like an accepting group of people. <laughs> You're so judgy. You make me look like a nice person. <laughs> I, sorry, I, I didn't know you identified as a drag queen. <laughs> I'm just saying she's a super nice lady and it's her birthday. And uh, if anybody deserves a boost, it's somebody who's put up with Tim all these years. So happy birthday, Amy Uplinger. Wishing you nothing but the best. Who is your number two? David Boone. Do you remember him? He was in Riddle with us. I remember Boone. So my favorite one of all. So David was one of our traveling friends. Whenever we would go somewhere, he would like come with us. We went to like Germany, Poland. But my favorite one was we all went to Croatia together for like 10 days. And we went road tripped up and down the coast of Croatia. And my favorite thing was, is he was still working towards the bodybuilder competition. Oh yeah. So Back when everybody morning, was doing that. He would like get up and I... I was taking classes. So in the mornings I was up trying to do my homework. He was up and he would just be working out. If there was, if we were out of place with the gym, he was there. If we weren't, he was like push ups, sit ups, running, doing all these things. <laughs> I was just like, was, and then we would go out and do stuff all day. But my favorite was there was this dessert that was like a, it had the flavor of like a Ferrero Rocher candy, oh. but it was like a mousse. I think, I mean, we ate it every day we were in Split, but I feel like there was a day that we had it twice. <laughs> and he was, I just remember him being like, well, when we get back to Dubrovnik, we got to stay at the place with the gym. <laughs> and he would be out there every morning at the gym by clockwork. He's so motivated and so focused, but I will never forget watching that man eat that dessert like his life depended on it. <laughs> well... That was pretty good. That's a, a, very motivating. It's a, it, it, that was a that was a good birthday boost. Uh, you know what? Here you go. 
<laughs> my uh, my final birthday boost this week goes to a friend of ours, a friend of the show. You know him from his recently released comedy album from Stand Up Records, Mo Alexander. I've known Mo for over 20 years. We really haven't got to work together a lot, but I've known him. He's great people. We differ on so many things, but at the same time, we can get along. He he is a great example of the kind of you know the kind of relationships most humans need to have with other humans. You need to uh, you need to get along to get along. Get, get along to get along? Go along to get along? Get along, little doggy. Uh, you need to go along to get along. In other words, you can have different opinions, but you can still be cool with one another. So cool, in fact, that I actually created a, uh, a commercial for his newly released comedy album, and it went like this. Number one on Amazon. <laughs> Number one on iTunes. Stand Up Records presents Mo Alexander and Mo Possum Blue. This live comedy album debuted at number one on iTunes and Amazon. The only comic to record live at the legendary Sun Studio in Memphis, Tennessee. Get your copy now. It's Mo Alexander's Mo Possum Blue. I make products and the products make me happy. And that was uh, the commercial I did for Mo and he shared that and a lot of people listened to that and enjoyed that and then uh, that's what that was. So uh, I'm gonna give myself a cheers just for the uh, just for the ad. <laughs> go along to get along. There we go. Yeah, I had that right eventually. And now we finish up each week with our honorable mentions. Those are people who didn't get a birthday boost this week, but they still having birthdays. Now be careful there, Chick Brew. I almost did the same thing. Those birthdays start to run together, and next week's birthdays just roll right in. So don't don't go too far down your list because you'll be into next week's. No, I, I won't. Okay. All right, you ready? Yes. I got Casey Ritt. I got Jules Decker, Jess Kavanaugh, Sarah Gonzalez, and Christopher Luca. I got old retired Mass Chief Kevin Ormanowski. Me and him were chief selectors together many, many years ago. Tyler Cruz, probably one of the most attractive sailors I've ever met in my life. That man is gorgeous. He's just beautiful, man. <laughs> Cavell Hudson, uh, Kim Galvin, uh, Mike Van Middlesworth, another old retired Mass Chief friend of mine. Spencer Dean having his birthday. MJ Kim having hers. Mike Ziegler. And Bob Smith all round out my week of birthdays this week. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you want, Cavell, you know, Cavell is, uh, next time he comes through here, I'm going to do an interview with him. Last time I did Will and I did Tai Fu. Next time I'll get Cavell. He tours with them too. If you, if you want more than an honorable mention, if you're looking for ways and opportunities to get a birthday boost, well, the only way to do that is by searching the hashtag Lunsby. Go to the show page, make comments, be a part of the program. If if we if you're in our frontal lobe, when the birthday comes up, if we're thinking about you because you're an active participant in our audience, you're going to get a birthday boost. If you're not an active participant in our audience and somebody else is, they're going to trump you. If we sleep with the person that's having a birthday and not you, uh, they're going to trump you also. That's 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 how that works out. <laughs> All right, we've done the book of everything. We've done birthdays. We've done food. We've done the news. We've done a special guest interview with Crescent Peters. I think I think we've captured everything that we need to capture here, partner. 
We did it. Yay, us. Yay, us. We are so special. And a special thanks to our virtual engineer. Looking forward to keeping the virtual engineer around because that, uh, that as we get better and better, that'll be very useful to have. A palindrome being the word of the day. Uh, we didn't come up with a question of the week, but we didn't need to. We had a great time. Ladies and gentlemen, I remind you today as I remind you every day, be the best person that you can be. And if you are a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Daryl McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Daryl McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. And we normally say something in the post-credits.